When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Minnesotans in unison enjoy all this great state has to offer during the summer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles. There's something to see everywhere. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, we were thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their options for insurance for home? home and autos. Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with one agent who has only one company. That means no options. At the Canterbury Group, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 40 professionals to do business with. So as your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit the Canterbury Group.com or call 800-967-3389. Get many insurance options today. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Roycey, I've been waiting for this since Saturday night. <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait a couple minutes that, that, that's longer. That's okay. I'm just... You're going to have to wait a couple minutes okay. longer. All right, I've been waiting. Because though. I just had this thought. Yep. In my long and uh, endless Minnesota career, the only <laughs> the only job I ever tried to get out of town was in Phoenix. They were looking for a sports columnist, and I let them know I was interested and talked to them. And and then before they said, "Nah, we got somebody better," <laughs> uh, I was looking and at the names down there, and I said, "I can't spell these names of the high schools and towns and stuff like that." So I failed to get the job, right? Okay. I failed to get the job. And I've never been sad about that until yesterday when I saw the score between the Suns and uh, Dallas and said, now this would have been heaven to get a chance to write for the local audience. That's your number one seeded team being down by fifty five. Down what by the 55. hell happened? It was unbelievable. You know, Chris Paul looked a hundred and twenty. Yep, he looked like you know he's a, you know he's okay when they you know play once every three days. But uh, wow, yeah, it was unbelievable. It was, and and as you pointed out when we were talking here for one minute, is the NBA had two game seven yesterday that were decided by fifty points, and uh, your sport had uh, five marvelous 
Mm-hmm. Uh, including two overtime games seven yesterday in the yes. NHL. Uh, and thank God Edmonton won because it, what drives me crazy about your beloved sport is that a team can get its ass kicked. Oh, no, you're talking Calgary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Calgary. Yeah. Calgary. Yeah, thank God yes. Calgary won. I thought the same thing. Thank God, God. Because a team can get absolutely buried. Yep. And those teams always win in overtime. <laughs> they always win in overtime. They come in and they're outshot 300 to 6 and they get the goal, right? Yes. Well, Ottinger, the kid from Lakeville, had now I looked at the box score and it said 60, but somebody told me the official counts 64 saves. Uh, that's what I heard this morning, yeah. 64? Because yep. uh, when I looked right after the game, they had the three goals already registered, and they had him for 60 saves. I heard so 64. So I, I look, and so it must have been 64. But it was it was as one-sided as as you can get. It would know? have been a crime for Dallas to advance, though. You're right about that. Yeah, it would have been. But, you know, the way they were going yesterday, they probably uh, didn't care. Huh? Uh, uh, it would have been a crime. But now, first time, you know, it would be – you know, I'm not Mr. Hockey, but it'd be fun to go up there, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. To, for a couple of days. First time since 91. Is it first time since 91. And that time, it was the Smith Division, Smythe Division, Smythe yeah. Division Semis, which means the first round, right? Isn't that the Smythe Division Semis mm-hmm. would have been the first round? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I looked it up, I'd forgotten that they were even in this. I'd forgotten the Smythe Division. We had the Norris and the Weren't we the Smythe and then the Norris? Uh, no, the Adams. We we were the Smythe in the seventies at one point. Yes. And I think we got moved to the Adams. But the year that the we're, North we Stars, the North Snorris, though that was the last made was Chris the Norris. Berman famous, the Snorris. Yeah, that was the last one. But when, when they went to the Cup final in eighty one, they were in the Adams. But I think we used total points as a, a cumulative for mm-hmm. the twenty one teams. Yeah, so the division didn't really matter. Yeah, well, the, when the North Stars made their run in eighty one, wasn't it like boom, boom? They That's, played yeah. like you were the fifteen. Seed. One played sixteen, two <laughs> played yeah. fifteen, right? Yeah. And they beat the two seed. <laughs> you know, they beat they beat Boston, uh, Buffalo, and Calgary. Yeah, they beat. Uh, uh, weren't they like the 15 seed or something or 13 or 14 yeah, probably. something like that yeah, yeah. anyway it was uh fun to see them too and they're uh, you know after the maple leafs take another choke how would you like to be one of those die hard canadian kids who grew up in ontario and the only thing he cared about is the maple leafs and they can they can even this team which they they had a lot of years where they just stunk you know they had 20 years of st- Stinkage. Oh god, yeah. And bad. then one time. and now that they're good, it still doesn't make any difference. They can't get out of the first round. I guess their coach Sheldon Keefe said we got more respect in the handshake line this year. Oh really? They're grasping at any straw they can to say we didn't get embarrassed. I mean they didn't get embarrassed, but yeah, they haven't won a cup since sixty seven, Pat. No, yeah. I was watching or been the, to a cup. Well they haven't won the cup since we got NHL hockey. Correct. They've never won it. Since we've had NHL hockey, correct? Because we they, you know, they they won it the year before Davy Keon and the boys. Mm-hmm. They won it the year before we got a team, right? Yes. So, anyway, that's 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 a fun series, but the winner's going to get their ass kicked by uh, uh, Colorado. Colorado. So they're not, you know, they're not in that class. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun to see them because I was actually watching because. You kind of like to see the Lakeville kid going nuts, but you also want them to lose because they don't deserve to win. It was an ideal 
finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He played great. This, which which Lakeville this kid play for? North or I, South? I would Anybody have to look. Know? I don't know. And okay, I but, don't know which one he played for. Has he had a real good year? I mean, I don't pay enough attention. Well, he started the year as like their fourth goalie, really. And then Ben Bishop retired. Holpe got hurt. Hugh Dobin got demoted, mm-hmm. and he just slowly but surely <laughs> came up. But yeah, he's he's right? good. Yeah, I wonder what his contract situation is since we need. Maybe he wants to come back home. Maybe he's a free agent, Boy. unrestricted free agent. If, if he'll pay goalie. for play for two dollars, we'll take him. <laughs> That's true. I I love uh, by one other thing. Cam Talbot's wife bidding a dude to everybody. He still signed. He still got a contract, right? Yeah, she had to delete that tweet. Oh, she did delete it. Yeah, he made him. He made her delete it. That probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Goodbye. We're out yeah. of here. The hell yeah. with all of you. Screw and, Dean. And, oh, hey, he had to call her up and say, honey, we're, we've still got a contract yeah. for next year, and we probably won't get this much Not money. Not to mention yet. the fact that all year long we've heard about the harmony and how yes, everything, yes, is, right, everything right. is peaches and cream. And she basically said that the coach mm-hmm. sucks. Wives are fantastic. And it's too bad that social media wasn't around always. Because wives always... Yeah, all the wives are always. Patty Blylevin, when her and Bert were a couple, was a beauty. She was she was known to be standing up screaming when Bill Campbell blew a lead and cost Bert a win, you know, and stuff like that. So uh, they they would have been great if they were on. uh, And then, you know, when they kind of break up. Then you could get them on social media too. That would have been fantastic, yes. right? Oh, that's yeah. happened now. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, when they when they have their falling out and mom gets. But I always love this, you know. You know, oh, yeah. whatever the coach decided is fine with me. Yes, right. We're right. all on the same page, and, <laughs> and the wife's like, "Goodbye, Minnesota." Screw <laughs> yeah. the coach. It's good. So what? Uh, what are they going to do? They're going to keep him, right? Probably. I don't know yet. Hmm. Because, you know, Flurry. Well, I mean, he has a contract. So. Flurry doesn't have a contract. He could come back. They mm-hmm. could trade Cam. I, I don't think that they love him. No. no. It probably doesn't help his cause that his wife did that. Yes. Uh, who knows? It, uh, you know, who knows what, how, who knows how sensitive Garrett is? How, I mean, right. how, you know, if he gets, ah, hell with you. Right. You know, how, uh, I wouldn't put that one past him, would you? No, 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 because it, it's not like it's being said by uh, Kaprizov's girlfriend or right. something, you know. So anyway, now that we got that taken care of, um, Chip and I were talking today about the Buxton situation. Here's what we, we still don't know one thing, you know. Thank God that we all went nuts Saturday night because it caused them to offer us a degree <laughs> of honesty and they you know as i i i had to i was out i was never more disgusted with the local baseball team than i was saturday night as a as a guy who was at the first ever game at met stadium all the terrible teams the ones i covered the ones i watched I was never more disgusted than I was with them on Saturday night when Buxton sitting there in his in his long sleeve t shirt in the you know in the tenth inning or you know eighth inning ninth inning tenth whatever the hell and I had to 
I had to express I expressed my outrage on Twitter to you and a couple other people, and I sent Gladden a text about midnight saying, "What?" It was like I was home drinking, but I wasn't drinking, you know. And I I said, "What the hell is going on here?" And he called me back uh, Sunday morning about nine thirty and said, "Well, I'm here, and they want they wanted they're going to play them, try to play them a hundred games. That that's their goal." And I said, "You're full of crap. They're not going to that. No, they can't be that stupid. For God's sakes, they just paid him a hundred million dollars, and an hour later, they're bragging about it. Yep, they're they're confessing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? Yes. You know what the little twist of genius was too." What's that? And we were talking about this. I was talking about this this morning. So when we when we're hearing that they got a hundred games, you say, okay, you don't want to play them every, you know. So you play them eighty in center field yep. and fifty DH, right? Yeah, one hundred and thirty. He can DH fifty, right? And play in the center field half the time. Well, they put in there. They gave Suhan. One of them gave Suhan the uh, information. That it hurts more when he swings than when he plays. That was that was a stroke of genius BS right there. That was beautiful bull slinging right there. Because then they could say, "Well, it hurts more when he we 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 can't do that because it hurts more." You lying sobs. You could say that it hurts more when he swings. So then you don't have to dh you now. Kip and I were talking today, and here becomes the question. Curable or chronic? Oh, that's think, right. Is this chronic? Yeah, yep, Is this a bad yes. knee? And that's what I brought up. Yeah. It, uh, it's chronic. It's if chronic. it's chronic, yep, it's chronic. Then, then the reason Buxton took $100 million yep. and his agent Correct. let him take $100 million, yes. they had some their own medical guy telling them, yes. Uh, his knee might not hold and, something like that. And the incentives know. are essentially phony. Yeah, I mean, you like he won't reach almost, you know, yeah, and, and people, people are saying like that. that the twins, you know, they're not playing him because they don't want him to reach. Are you crazy? Of course, they'd love him to reach the right. incentives and, right. and play 140 games. But this might be it. This might be what you see Correct. for the rest of his career. Correct. You know, one one time, I, I said this a couple of times and yesterday, you know, if you if you drive through small town Minnesota and where they have baseball teams and town teams, they'll have a big sign up that says, game tonight. I mean, they have a sign, game tonight, right? Yep. We're going to have to have a sign down there. Buxton tonight, you know, Buxton. Marquee. <laughs> yeah, Marquee. Bring back the, the old Geo Mike and versus Nick. <laughs> yes, right. Buxton tonight. Then, oh, hey, Buxton's yep. playing. We can go uh, to the game. They're yep. going to have to do something like that. They're going to have to you let us. You're going to have to. You got to, the, the newspaper, everybody's got to start running a little. Uh, Buxton yesterday, you know, what, yep. what'd he do? Didn't play. Well, okay. He went two for four EDH, you know. First of all, they, they to your point, fessed up on Sunday because they were so caught. That, and, and Rocco's explanation post-game Saturday was awful. Because mm-hmm. he basically said, if he's not going to play, I am not going to play him. Yes. Which then led to, to the question of, okay, that's not normal. Why? Yeah. Falvey gave Suhan, and Buxton alluded to the exact same thing, mm-hmm. that we're going for 100 games. Yes. Now, I think it's chronic. 
And I think the other problem is in what Rocco said before the game on Sunday, Pat, which was very interesting. He talked about the he talked about that you can't get him loose. Like I'm not going to get yeah. him loose. I don't. I'm not going to send him to the cage. That to me means it's chronic. Yes, because you yeah. don't want to. It's one thing to not start him. Mm-hmm. It's another to declare that with a game on the line and he could have pinched it for Nick Gordon that you can't do that. Or or who's the overmatched oh, yeah. Miranda or anybody the else. Point is, he up. was he as as far as they were concerned was unplayable. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so, not normal in baseball. No. And, uh, you know, it's, this, this might be okay. Their medics might have, must have cleared him, though. Huh? Or must have said, well, I think it's the, you know, he can play with it. They must have, they must have said he can play with it when they gave him that contract. Yeah. Now, these might be the same guys who thought Chris Paddock's elbow yeah. looked pretty good, too, uh, even though he'd had stem cells, shots in it or something. But this does explain the contract completely now. Yeah, it does. It's basically a race against time. Yeah. Because you're not going to get, at this rate, you will not get seven years. Nah, probably not. No. And, um, you know, if it's, you know, if this is, and if he can't play center field. Correct. There's his, his value goes down 50%. Mm-hmm. You know, he can, he can hit and he can do other things for you, but he can't steal base anymore. You don't want him sliding. <laughs> so what uh yeah, it's uh it's an interesting situation. It it is funny though that uh we would have uh you know, if if we hadn't raised all that hell, we'd still on Saturday night we'd still be wondering what's going on, right? But here's my question to you. You'd leave and I you know, Doc Rock, God love him. He's got nothing to do with this. No, no, no. no this no. is way out yeah, of Doc Rock. Right? He yeah. tried to say Saturday, it's my decision. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But here's my question. How did, and I know some people have changed here, but how did nobody who's still with the franchise learn from the Maurer debacle? And yeah, if, to be honest. And yeah. if this is your plan, if you're not going to play him in home games, I think you got to share that. What, when yeah, people turn well, out no, on I, a Saturday night and he just doesn't play mm-hmm. and he can't even pinch hit, mm-hmm. I think at that point in time you got to say, okay, here's the plan for it. Well, and they, you know, with Maurer, they were even stupider than this Correct. because, you know, yes. they don't know what to say. His legs are bad. Hmm? He's trying to catch. His legs are bad, and they leave poor Gardy down there in Tampa in the middle of April, the first, the 2011, right? 2011, the first year of the new contract to say, uh, by, what's this? Bilateral, by, is that bilateral leg weakness? They invented some disease, some ailment, instead of just saying, he's a catcher, he's got bad knees. And we're going to try to catch him 100 games and DH him 20, you know. Yeah. That's, instead of being – if they would have been honest, to a degree, they're taking Buxton off the hook here now, right? Right. To but some degree. Why wouldn't you but just say this is – But they have to be is, more honest. They got to be But they got honest. caught. To, your, yeah. to, to what you're saying, oh, they I got guess. caught and then fessed up. And by the way, I think they have fessed up as little as they possibly oh, yes, can. So yes. there's, I think there's way more to this yeah, yeah, well, than the, we know. The, the underlying thing is, okay, is it going to get better? Is it – is you know, is it – is when, it? I mean, 
it's probably, you know, our guy Tony, unfortunately, did not have arthroscopic surgery, so he had eight invasive surgeries on the same knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, he'll never get that bad, but they, you know, with laser surgeries and all, you know, arthroscopic, they're, they'll be able to do things, but it, is there, what's, do we got stuff floating around in there? From the patella or what? What do we got? And when you're 28 years old and being treated like you're 38, yeah, that that's a problem. The other thing that concerns me that I don't think they're going to talk about is I think he's got hip problems too, because in back to back Mays he's landed wrong. He's 28. He's in yeah. the prime of, of his career. He is a phenomenal athlete, and he's ha- having hip problems like a guy your age or my age would. Yeah, well, not my age. He's we already we we got him worse, but uh, but my point is, yeah. I think there's more wrong here than than just the knee. Yeah, well, I've said for what a month he's got the worst skeleton in sports. <laughs> he's yeah. got a bad skeleton, but yeah. uh, uh, you know, they're if if he plays a hundred games, they won't win eighty as huh. a team. They won't win eighty. As stinky as this division is. I was going to say, see, I thought they might. I don't think so. I think, okay, you got, first of all, we're talking, ah, they got this easy schedule, blah, blah, blah. If you're starting Dylan Bundy, well, that's you yes. don't have an easy schedule true, no true. matter who you're playing. Yeah. You don't, you know, you can't, you know, here's a guy who was horrible for two games in a row, got COVID, and we're going to run him out there Tuesday and hope he goes three and four. And uh, I don't even know who's pitching tonight. I don't even know who's pitching tonight. We got, uh, you got Sonny Gray. Archer. Yeah, okay. Two and two-thirds. He's averaged 11 outs. And we've, you know, some of our people uh, have suggested in their coverage that this is some kind of a remarkable comeback. He stinks. He's got all he's averaging eleven outs a game. Yeah, he can't throw strikes. He's afraid to throw strikes because he knows his stuff is mediocre. Eleven outs a game. That means your bullpen is you know, you, you got you know, you're better off with Devin Smeltzer. As a starter, Devin Smeltzer is going to have to pitch. You predicted this. Devin Smeltzer is going to have to pitch tonight. I said Bundy stunk, and you said the Archer thing's a long shot, and we're both right. Yeah, well, I I knew nothing about Bundy, except he was horrible last year, until I saw him pitch, and I said, okay. He's throwing 91 fastballs, doesn't really have a good breaking ball. He's hitting his spots right now, and they aren't used to him. You know, who knows? He might go out. Oakland's no good. They haven't. They haven't seen him, right? But, uh, but you know, the the idea that he's going to make thirty starts for you is just ridiculous. Come back with Frankie Montas, and we can talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's too late. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Frankie is uh, is he uh, pitching? Or I was looking through him. I didn't see him pitch the last time around. But he must be. He must be someplace. Yeah, I'll take that. But no, I mean, what? There is no sense in loading up with this team. There's no sense in trying to give away what you got in the minor. Now, if somebody will take Sabato, former number one draft choice, yeah, I'll I'll take him. 
Yeah. How about that? As That was a weird one. As stupidity goes here, right? We love to bash the Terry's operation down the stretch and you know, Tyler J is a number of a relief pitcher from Illinois is their number six overall draft choice. Everybody in the organization should have got fired up for that one. And Ben and Tendy went seventh. Everybody in this, every scout they had said, take Ben and Tendy, but they outsmarted him. They took a left-handed reliever from Illinois who's uh, never got out of double A, I don't think. Uh, of, of, of all the many stupid things that, uh, They've done. Mm-hmm. They hit more home runs than any team in baseball history and said, I know what we need. Another home run hitter. Let's pay him $92 million. And then to make it even better, let's take some big lug from North Carolina without a position who strikes out 40% of the time in college as our number one draft choice. What is wrong? How can you be that stupid? You need pitching. You need athletes. You need athletes to play baseball. You don't need another big lug DH. You got Sano for that, for God's sakes. He's young. I mean, that damn. And how about lost in the idiocy from Saturday night? Royce Lewis, one sacrifice bunt in his life. And... He just hit a grand slam home run for you. And it's the fourth inning. It's the fourth inning. And they decide to have him safety squeeze, try to safety squeeze twice in a row. Those were those and Rocco said those weren't his ideas, were they? I I believe I heard that Rocco tried to say it was him. Both times? That yeah, which I have trouble believing. Well, then I released. Then I sent him back to St. Paul. Well, I really don't, like him, but what I the do hell too. would you don't, be doing? Don't think. You know that well, that doesn't show me the confidence I'd like to see. But I'd like to know. Well, if it wasn't Rocco, then it was the kid. You know, and then that was really a. But bad why would sign. you do it twice? Like the first time was like no, it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyhow. They, uh, the first place twins are back out on the road today, and uh, Buxton's supposed <laughs> yeah. to play tonight. Come on, they're in first place. Buxton's supposed <laughs> to play tonight, so that's uh, that's good. There'll be a screaming mob of 2,200 there tonight in Oakland, too. It's like they, the old the, days. The beloved days. <laughs> the beloved it's like days. the old days before mm-hmm. Billy Ball started, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they had they had their period, yeah. When did, they, didn't they draw when, like well, a thousand well, in the late 70s? Well, after he won the three straight. World Series, and then he dumped everybody. Yeah, and they were terrible in the terrible in the you know the later seventy. When I first went out there, there was nobody at the games. So in the mid seventies, so that's true. Anyway, uh, it's uh, you know that's the question now. Chronic is this chronic? You know the guess is the guess has to be yes, but we'll find out. I guess you know if he. I mean, there, I would think, be, yeah. there would be no reason to announce a plan correct for the whole year, right? If you weren't dealing with something you don't think is going to go away, right? Right, and you would have no reason not to pinch hit him. Yes, if you can't pinch hit him, you technically should be on the IL. But if yeah. you, but if it's chronic and so it's never going to go away, you're just trying to get around mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, don't. Here's my theory. Okay. In in the uh, in the event of 
double secret shortage of players that you have to play them. Yep. Right. That, you know, if Celestino, if you got only nine position players and Celestino runs into the fence and you have to put him on the bench, then he can get a jersey and go out there. That's the only way he's going to play. Don't have him, don't let him sit up there and stand up there on the railing. Make him stand, sit down in a corner someplace and read a book or some damn thing. Look at his <laughs> iPad. Send the clubhouse. Look at his iPad. I do not want him sitting there oh, looking like, because every time they show the camera, you say, why isn't he playing? Right. <laughs> and God bless him. Dick and Justin don't address it. No, they, they did. Just Justin say, did say. Justin did say. Well, I guess he's not going to play. That was it. But the post game, God love BSN. Somewhere a producer said, "Don't mention Buxton." And they just they had never the, mentioned him. Well, and they. What's funny is they asked the question. He Rocco responded. But they they cut it up so you only saw the part where Rocco complains about the umpire yes, and the obstruction. All, yeah, I didn't hear the. They they took it off. Yeah, the only sound bite they had. Yes, was Rocco complaining about the umpire? Who were right, by the way? Yeah, your big knucklehead first baseman who wanders around out there. He's not like, a first baseman. No, oh, he God, has no idea how to play oh, this position. He's awful. He's awful. But he backs up into the baseline. He had no idea where he was supposed to be. No, he didn't. No, you got to. not for you, you got to know where the guy is. Tom Kelly must just be mortified. Oh God, he would. Tom Kelly would have. That would have been one of Miranda. Would have been one of those guys that they sent Kelly over to hit ground balls to and at first base. And after about ten minutes, he would have said, "Ah, you don't want to do this any more than I want to do it for you." <laughs> like he did with Ruben Sierra that time. I watched him hit him, Ruben Sierra, and he said. That's enough for both of us, Raul Rubin. You don't want to do this, and I certainly don't want to waste my time hitting you ground balls. The kid has no chance. Plus, he's scared to death at the plate. Yeah, he won't strike one. Here it is. Hit it. I'm not sure. He, I'm not positive he's a player. He had a great year I'm last year, but I'm not did. positive I'm he's not a player. Either. I'm not either. You know, actually, I went over to St. Paul and wrote about you know, and how he was getting two hits every game and everything. But I saw him. And uh, I once saw him in spring training like four years ago with a couple of scouts who loved him, you know, because they thought he had the quick bat and all those things. But uh, I, when I saw him over there, a couple, I was over a couple of games and uh, I didn't, you know, it didn't, he didn't light me up and he's not an athlete at all. He's, no. He's slow. Nope. He's uh, But at first base, he has no clue. No. And he they, can't hold guys. And they tried no to, idea how, how and to they don't guys. like it that well at third. They tried to play him in left, and uh, that he's so damn slow that he can't get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. Uh, I assume he's back today because they were flying garlic out from, uh, from wherever the Saints were playing. Columbus, I believe. They lost six straight mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, out there. They've been how would you on. like to be that manager? You don't know who the hell's on your team every morning. Toby? You know? Toby. Poor Toby. Toby's got That'd be a nothing. good Roycey column right yeah, there. Toby, yeah. Poor Toby Gardenire. Yeah. Toby's over in Iowa for, uh, I think they're in, there's someplace, Omaha. They're in Omaha for another week. They're gone for another week. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Miranda will be uh, rejoining them uh, shortly. So, it's, uh, this team is in, so much trouble with the public around here. The baseball's in trouble. Yep. They're in trouble. They get no credit 
for 2020 and 2021, you know, or 2019, 2020. They have good clubs, you know. Mm-hmm. They what? 101 wins and then 36 and 24, so they were uh, whatever, 135 and 85 or something. Uh, but last year's bad year, some of the goofy decisions they made, and then now the whole Buxton thing is just. They had Saturday night, somebody texted me and said, hey, we have a good crowd tonight, blah, blah, blah. And it was only 22,000. I think they've only been over 24. Biggest crowd since opening day. Yeah, 22. And I think they announced 19 on Sunday when it was gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's You're, uh, you're exactly right. They, yeah. The whole thing's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it is. Now, St. Pete told me they got 11,000 season tickets. I don't know. He said the old equivalent. Stuff so that includes Declan and uh, yeah. you know what do you got half Declan uh, or twenty you guys so but there's think, four four twenties count a count a full is that right I, I, mean, I would assume so and I have to I think I have until August to make like my final my my, my first of renewal stage if I want mm-hmm. to you know I think mm-hmm. if I delay it it potentially becomes more expensive I have to get clarification on that. Were you there Saturday asking where's Buxton like everybody else? Or <laughs> no, not? I was. Uh, let's. I was at the double header. I was. Well, I was at the the monsoon that brought down oh, that, okay. that that triggered the double header. Yes. Uh, and then I was there on Thursday, uh, yelling at uh, Cody Stashek to throw the GD ball over the plate. Uh, mm-hmm. But outside of that, no. Um, it's, I've only been to five so far, and I've only mm-hmm. seen Buxton twice. Okay, and that's about <laughs> what you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, was, perfect. I was actually uh, that Cody performance was memorable though the one against Houston you mean or a different one Yes the one against Houston, against Houston. yes well I don't blame him for not wanting to throw it over the plate because when he did they were they rocket were. doubles <laughs> to every place in the ballpark and he's still here he made it Yeah How about oh, it's the, yesterday Theobar's your only lefty right Yeah Yeah Still yep. yep I told him opening day I said are you ready for 70 and that's when they had Column, I call him Column Bay, however they Colomi or whatever they pronounce their name as. Now he's DL. They only got one lefty, fourteen pitchers. Yep, thirteen pitchers, fourteen. So I don't know. So you end up come March, May twenty eighth. You end up thirteen and thirteen, right? So you got you got a. I don't know if they got a four player bench now or a three player bench, but. When Buxton's on your bench, you end up, you got to keep Celestino to be your backup yeah, your center, center fielder, fielder right? Yeah. So that's two of the spots. Uh, well, that that's 10. Then you got 10. Then you got the catcher. That's 11. Then I guess, what do you got? Nick Gordon, 12. And you know what you're going to end up with? Your regular everyday first baseman, Louis Arise. Yep. And Correa's coming back soon. Yeah. So I think, I think they're going to turn. Back. No, I, I don't think so. I guess Falvey said on CCO yesterday that they're considering him being the super utility guy. I think they're going to keep him here, and I think they're going to play him in center. I I think they're going to spot him at second at times. Then you got to get get rid of Gordon. That's very possible. Yeah. But I think Royce is going to stay. Yeah, well, they they can't be stupid enough. Well, maybe no, if actually maybe they if be. they He's think maybe the... if they think Lewis is can be their backup center fielder, That's right, then Celestino gets the boot. You know, I like the third baseman. I like Urshel. He's a good oh, defense. Man, good good fielder. I have no he's idea. He's fielder. Just good he get a hit. Has a little power. He's good. I like him. I like him defensively. So, he is or mm-hmm. or fielding. 
Sorry. But having Buxton only play 100 games, know that the limit, know that the, this team is very limited on the mound. What do you think that's going to do to Correa's attitude? So so far, everybody loves him as in a clubhouse and stuff. I guess he's a really good guy. Yes, I think he's but, a But when you play, when Houston comes to town and you watch that team and you know that you just got done playing with that team and they might win the World Series and now you're here going through a lame duck season, it's going to be interesting to see about the attitude is. I think Carlos's um, decision will be based on one thing. Did I have a good enough year to get paid what I want? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. He and if he doesn't, I think he comes back. He does, but no, but he does have to. That's the one thing you got going for you. Yep. Even if you start to fade, he needs to have a good year to, right. to tell everybody to, okay, give me my $300 million. But know? the Scott Boros plan is is to Royce have him Lewis. bolt and Royce to take over yes. a short here. Yes. And yes. I don't think the Twins are, I don't think the Twins hate that plan. Oh, no, that's the only reason they took him. Right. Because they get him for one year. But if he's hurt again, and because he was looking for a payday that I don't know he's going to get. I don't think so. I don't, um, you know. And uh, now the kid that re- was playing here is got hurt in, during a game here, right? The Pagan guy? Yes. And he's... Uh, yeah, he got hurt in he's, uh, the end of the series. He's, uh, I think they put him on a DL. But they're, I, it's not serious, I don't think. So he'll be back. God, that's a good club. I love that team. Oh, the Astros, yeah. Unlimited guys from Latin America who can come in and throw 98. I mean, the only guy I don't like is Luis Garcia because pack a lunch between pitches. Mm. <laughs> guys, uh, the the guy that's shut them out for They're fun minutes. to watch hit, too, man. Oh, yeah. They put the ball in play hard. <laughs> yeah. Hard. In a lot of places, very deep. Uh, yes, they they do. They're, they're a good club. So, so what... Uh, so how about Cat, man? Yeah. Cat's got both stem cell, yes. right? Speaking of chronic, yeah. Both knees, a hip, right? R- a hip. Plate, platement therapy, right? Yeah. Stem cell. like that, yes. That's what Kobe platement did. Platement theory, yes. 15 years ago. Platement theories. Both knees. Yeah. A hip, a, a finger. A wrist, a, a, finger. a finger. A finger, wrist. The wrist yeah. we knew was bad. but He must like it. He must love that. Give me a little more of that platelet, huh? But, uh, you know, uh, a lot of insults will have to be taken back if it turns out Cat was a warrior, won't it? Yes, but like Phil said, the problem is he still had enough good games to make you wonder how he could disappear at times so much. Yeah, that's true. Because he went back, because it wasn't like there was a consistency of drop-off. There'd Mm -hmm. be a massive drop-off followed by a great game followed by a Mm drop-off. They are going to drop off. And the Wild, unless they're really creative, are going to drop off substantially because of the salary cap thing. So this winter, <laughs> disappointing though it was, is going to be remembered as, boy, that was a fun winter, wasn't it? So yeah. let's see. <laughs> We're worried about Buxton with chronic knee problems. Yes, right. Cat is is basically Cat. the bionic man now. <laughs> yes, He's been right. rebuilt, yeah. and Kaprizov is going to say, "Get me out of here as soon as possible." Cat, Cat, 
uh, Cat's going to be in the Cat's not playing tonight. He's having more platelet enrichment. Yeah. Uh, and Justin Jefferson's going to say, if I'm not paid more <laughs> no. than Kirk Cousins, yes. ASAP. If I'm not, I want more money than Tyreek Hill. Yep. You know? But beyond that, things are great on the local sports scene. Nobody ever screwed up the value of a position in the NHL like Miami did Miami, right? Yes, signing, the Dolphins, yes. Signing Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill for that much well, money who's the guy? when you don't have Pat Mahomes? You gotta have Pat Mahomes before you do that. Who's the guy the Jaguar signed early in free agency? Oh, it yeah. was some slappy wide receiver. Uh, from the Cardinals, uh, yeah. God. Kirk. Kirk. Christian, Christian Kirk. Chris, and they yeah. gave him they gave him massive money. It's like, million this is something. Christian Kirk. Yes, right. Jefferson, there's there's no number. I know. There's no number you can give oh, him. He'll figure out one, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. But what I'm saying is, uh, you know, your idea of getting guys cheap, you can forget that. The receivers are. And I've all, you know, having great ones helps, right? Yep. But Belichick at times has proven yep. that you can take. I think it's the easiest position to find somebody, but not great ones, you know. Right. That's you the can, problem. You the can great find, ones. You, you can run too. Can, Let's say one to five. You can find fours, three and a half oh, fours yeah. all over the place. KJ Osborne's. There's only ten fives, you know, and you, right. you know, and Jefferson's one of them. Jefferson's one of them. And that's the problem. So I was looking at yeah, last night, I don't know why. I must have really been bored. I was looking at their depth chart. <laughs> the, the Vikings, I would not peg you to be looking the at the Vikings. Just depth trying chart to figure Sunday out okay, night. how are they how are they doing this? Well, it, it might not have been a great death chart because that fast kid, the kick returner, what's his name? The guy. Nuongo. Yeah. Canadian Nuongo, I believe. They didn't have him returning kicks so, uh, on, the, on this depth chart. So it might have been. It, it's it's that Our Lads website that does all oh, these. Okay. Yeah. So it's just got some guy, right, who forgot. Yeah. You know, that's like LaBelle forgetting Pedro Martinez on the. Uh, on the uh, MVP ballot, you know, that's like, that's like that one. He'll never convince me he didn't forget, forget. that it wasn't a theory. He'll never the convince me. got death threats from Boston <laughs> yes, for that's it. that's right. And he, you know, you can't say I forgot. You right. know, I mean, there's, you gotta say I took a stand. There's, there's been stuff like, you know, that I've done that said, how'd you do, how'd you ignore this? Oh, well, I gave it a, I gave it a, Oh, a hard intellectual look, <laughs> even though I actually forgot. <laughs> you know, said, but uh, in, in never, never with a, uh, never with a MVP ballot or a Cy Young ballot right. or anything like that. So, right. Anyway, yeah, but uh, it's. Uh, uh, I looked at the depth chart and. And I looked at Green Bay's, and I looked at the Bears still stink. Oh, Bears the Lions, are awful. Bears are terrible. And the Lions still are, yeah, they still got golf, and they, right. they're they they're nothing to write home. You know, they got Jamison Williams, and I thought, oh, okay. But then you look, their other wide receivers are guys off the street, and, uh, you know, they're no good either. So, and the Packers are taking a big step backwards. So, what the hell, it's you and them. It well, should be. You know, if you win 10 games, you probably win the division. Packers have won 13 games each of the last three years? Yeah, they can't be. Can't, this I, is I, said that, I said that same thing last year. I, I know. Was wrong, so. I know. I was, too. And Devontae well, their was defense, there. their defense, actually, their defense isn't, they, when you look right. at the names, their defense looks, and they seem to have 
some options now because last about the last two years they've run out of running defensive backs, right? They have a bunch of injuries yes. here and there, and they look yeah. they look like they and offensive will. line wise last year they were oh, decimated. They, they, they but Rogers gets rid of the ball so quick. Well, hell, they've been getting hurt on the offensive line forever. Didn't uh, when Rogers won the Super Bowl way back when? Didn't that? Didn't they do that with about ten guys on the injured Probably. ten regulars on the injured list? So probably. It'll be interesting to see what his attitude is, though, too. Rogers? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, he's, he's such a weird guy. Oh, God, he is. He is. But he's now said, this is where I'm going to end my career, right? As far as, yeah. And, and and what did they end up? 45, was it? 50? I'd have to look. Whatever it is. So. I'd have to look. Opener, though. Let's hope Kirk plays better in this opener against Green Bay than when the crowd. Was when there was no crowd, right? He'll hear about it this time. Yeah, this time he it won't I, be like a youth soccer game I was on a Saturday watching, morning. I was watching that opener and said he is the luckiest man in sports because he wouldn't have gotten off the field if he oh, played God. like that with sixty thousand. Because the public was really down on him then. They're not as down on him now as the, they were uh, back the then. The game where he caught a break in the pandemic year was the Falcons game. Oh, yeah. When he threw, what, three, three quick picks? Three interceptions right away. Oh, yeah. God. He would have been booed at halftime. Yeah. He would have been booed off the field. Yeah, well, against the Packers, too, he would have. Yeah. I mean, that was a clunker of all time. The start of the schedule, though, Pat, after the Packers game, gives them a decent path to get off to a good start. Oh, yeah. Well, they can beat the Packers at home, too. Packers mm-hmm. aren't that good. I said, I'm, I looked at it. I thought the schedule was pretty easy. I think they can go 7-10. and 10. <laughs> I gave him, I think, eight wins, Pat. Okay. Right. And that was with a good start, because I think they're going to crater. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Everyone will be on the same page, and that's all that matters. Well, anyway. How about, okay, there's an update, right? Uh, Deshaun Watson to meet with NFL officials. Yeah. So he doesn't get charged with anything. Yeah, he's being, yeah just civilly sued. And there's some civilly. But they can But, but, but well, what? What are they? But they don't know if the... Civil suits are valid. Off the information of the civil suits? Off the accusations? They can do whatever they want. Yeah, off the accusations. Roethlisberger got suspended for like six games, I yeah. think. Yeah, off the, off ac- the accusations. Accusations. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't. That shows you why you have Let's the worst. That shows you why you have the worst union in sports. Did I see the CFL had a bunch of teams go on strike? Oh, really? You see that? They're not going to play? They're not. They, I think there's two teams that didn't go on strike, and... The rest of them did. Said, well, so what do they want? I have no idea. Back, but some kind but of the fact is the CFL has a stronger player association <laughs> than the NFL. What do they want? Some kind of back pay or something? Well, I they're almost just saw no. They're almost ready for training camp up there. That's exactly, yeah, that's why it's a threat. Mm-hmm. Still a, uh, yeah, I got news for them. The amount of money those CFL teams are making, they don't mind if you don't play. I think they're all losing money anyway. You know, they don't have any TV deal or anything. And, the, you know, they don't. People don't really care about them in Canada like they used to, that's for sure. Although it is fun watching the Grey Cup on December 12th outdoors. Isn't it great in Winnipeg? They're all miserable. Then they get get somebody out there to do a big halftime show that's freezing to death. Edmonton, it's fantastic. It is. It is great. So what else we got? We got anything else we got to talk about here? Uh how did our Gophers softball team make the NCAA tournament? They were 500 or less, under 500 in the Big Ten. I didn't even know. I saw I that. Even, I couldn't. Oh, hey, we I had saw, a bad year. I saw your note about Brian Robbie. Do you Brian think, Robbie. Do you think John might be stepping down with the Gophers? 
I think there might be some movement in that direction. I talked to him. I, he didn't. He wanted to come back this year because he didn't want to go out with a disaster. But it's been a and it's been a semi disaster this year. Their last place again or at the end. I mean, the season ends next week. What happened? I don't know. They lost all their pitching, and uh, they they can't they can't they can't pitch at all. Or I don't know. They're just the, a lot of the league has taken baseball more serious than they did for all those years. Oh, they are okay. Yeah, I mean, you were you could take pretty much a bunch of Minnesota kids and finish in the top four most years. And that team they had in eighteen was really good. Yeah, you know they could caught everything, and they were had good pitching. That Fredrickson kid, who was like the freshman pitcher, the freshman All American, ended up being unusable for three years. I don't know what the hell happened to him. And uh, John always said that he tried to he went to some pitching place to increase his velocity, and he's a sinker ball, breaking ball pitcher, and never got his never got it back. You know, never got back to where he was. Well, I don't know. He signed a two-year contract. I have no idea, but I don't think he he'll get another contract. So he might coach again next year. But I think Robbie'd be a great coach. He's you know former Gopher. And John's been doing this since seventy something, right? Well, it's forty year forty two, I think. Okay. And he would before that he was Siebert's assistant. Right. So he's been doing it forever. He's had some health. He had a eye surgery this year, and he's had some health problems this year. That that was. I'm not saying health problems. He had an eye problem. Okay. He had surgery. He had to miss a couple of games. He couldn't fly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he went to – He. I know he couldn't make one road trip, but he was making the others, and guys, guys were – he was leaving a day early, and they were driving. And Fornasir's been gone for a while now, right? Yeah, that was – there's kind of – that kind of becomes the jumping off point. Because so. he was the system forever. Him. Yeah, and he was – Great connection with them. I'm not saying John doesn't, but he had great connection with Minnesota coaches, and they loved him. They all loved Fornasir. And I think he just wanted to look at his grandkids or some damn thing. I well, he know. was doing it forever, too. So oh, God, I, yeah, I don't blame was. those guys he for was, but, uh, being done. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I will say the one thing John did, he built Siebert Field. If he hadn't built Siebert Field, this guy dropped baseball. Hmm? He, you know, this guy has no commitment to baseball. You Coyle. mean a personable Mark Coyle? I can't Mark imagine. Coyle. I told you that I uh, was going to, uh, I want to get a couple of quotes from him on baseball and softball because softball has been down this year and they, he wanted to do them in person and I did and like come over there, but he wasn't free till the next week. And I said, well, I'm writing it for Sunday. So uh, I need it this week because they were both at home, the softball and baseball. And, uh, but I don't, I don't know what the problem with getting two quotes on the phone was going to be, but, uh, that's the way it goes. Modern, modern communication. You would think that they would say, okay, we'll just like zoom with you then. Mm-hmm. So if he wants I, to see you talking to him, I don't know. Yeah. I was having a, I had this thought this week I was talking with, was it you? So I don't, can't remember what I was talking just on a phone. And the these this new positive sports audience we have in the Twin Cities. Uh, Cousins is fine, uh, you know. The Timberwolves and the Wild both had great years. That that whole thing. And I'm thinking when I check out, you know, you got MLB.com, you got NFL.com, you got the teams with their own websites, you yep. got you got. TV stations, 
you know, TV outlets, the BSN that's in their pocket. And newspapers are, you know, being phased out. You know, you got a whole audience under 40 that doesn't even know we exist. Uh, radio, you, you still have a successful sports station in town. Uh, but you got, it's a podcast audience. It's a blogging audience. And the bloggers, for the most part, are positive spin doctors where they want the team to win. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're upset when the Vikings lose and stuff like that. I think they won. I think they're winning. Oh, they are winning. I I think they're winning. You declared that one. We declared Sid won. Yeah. But I think the audience is like, has been converted. The audience has fully been. Now the only place you find the snark is in the newspaper comments, right? The, the the hardcore people who are going to hate everything. Right. And I'm not saying those are the right, but the only place you find them now is the newspaper comments. Some, some on Twitter, but the newspaper comments though are almost too far over the other. Oh yes. They the are. Other way. They are. But, but I, I really, they're getting their information. Well, these people are now the 10 years ago, mm-hmm. all the teams made this outfit, made this, Commitment to try to become the main source for information on their team. Go to our website. Go to our videos. Go to our stuff like this. And they won. They're, they got they got 30-year-olds. The 30-year-old unmarried couple that lives together, that likes sports a little bit. They got them now. They got them. They don't. They don't see the... You should be humiliated by what the wild did here after leading you down the garden path. They don't want to hear that. That's where that's where Score North comes in. Pat. Oh yes, an oasis I of reality. It, I know it is. That's why be, I know it because is because young people, the younger people though. Here's the here's what I found. So I find people that the people that very much adopted the Vikings when Moss came in yeah. in ninety eight. Yeah. What positive? The younger people coming up now though. In their twenties, want there, there's a large faction of them that want reality. There is a faction, but because I wouldn't know if it's large or not. They're, they're there's a faction larger. I, it's larger, larger than you think. Okay, and and it is people who are the thing. The problem with people probably in their forties up to my age, when we were kids, nothing real bad happened. Like there wasn't a lot of controversy in yeah, the world. I mean, that's true. That there were things. But I think that that's the Pollyanna group. Mm-hmm. And and I'm finding that when we do our, our vent line shows, that we get a lot of, I mean, we get 18-year-old kids yeah. who are pissed off. Well, that's good. So I'm glad they're out there. The still. future, the future, the future is bright looks for negativity. Bright. That's right, because I'm very worried about the future of negativity. But, Pat, when you're watching, I, I mean, when you watch Bally's, when you have that much sunshine blowing up your behind, yes, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're literally telling you you're wrong to question things. Or I think. Ryan Carter spent an entire t- period saying how great the season was. Yes. And you're uh you're also you you're also be because it's not being discussed, being told 
There's no controversy Correct. here that Byron Buxton isn't hitting Absolutely. with the game on the line. Your best player. Which is a great talker, by the way. Yes. Like, if you're, yes, if if you're, you're more, no, how I'm do you feel? Sure that, uh, Buxton, I'm sure that Gladden and uh, Provost brought it up. I wasn't listening, but they're not. You know, they actually discuss the topics. Yeah. The, it, there's nothing that, uh, it, it's amazing how terrified yes. these people, I mean, Morneau came on. He was pretty good. Now he's fully trained. Correct. He's That's full, the problem. They go to a camp. They take him to a camp. It's like, you ever see Manchurian Candidate? You know, they take them into a room. They do stuff with them, their brains, and they come out. They come out washed. It's a sports negative lobotomy. <laughs> yes, it is. They cut it out is. the part. It's it is. It's, it's, it's cuckoo's it. nest. Yes. Who yeah. wants to watch the World Series? <laughs> yes, right. It is. They get they, BSN has their own nurse, nurse ratchet, and she decides yes. who's going to get the sports yes. lobotomy. Yeah, it is. But I mean, Morneau is a guy too. Who knows what it's like when you can't play? Mm-hmm. Like Saturday, yeah. you don't even have to criticize. No, just tell us what that's like. Yes, yeah, yeah that's he's true. not being allowed to play. It's very clear. That's true. You know, yes. So just talk about what that's like. It's got to be frustrating as yeah, hell. hell he no was, one's saying Buxton's. He was going to be the MVP. Yeah, like and what's that like? Half the, got kicked in the head and missed half the season. And, and Dick could have said to never, him, "Justin, yes, we're watching something here that's interesting." Yes, you were in the same predicament. Yes. Good player. There were times you could not play. What's yeah. that like? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah. And he would have talked about it. Uh, but instead, yeah. it's like, I guess he's not available tonight. Yeah. It doesn't look like he's going to pinch hit tonight. The Wilds had a great hey. season. And by, the way, and by the way, if you uh, listen to it, he he almost whispered it. <laughs> Justin, he didn't say it in his normal voice. He lowered his voice a little. And he said, I guess he's not going <laughs> to hit tonight. Unbelievable. The Wild is getting its ass kicked in game six, and we're told uh, it was a great, yeah, great I season. To, I listened to Ryan. I didn't, I listened to so much. Even when I watch the Wild, I don't usually have the volume. I'll have the the cap, captions on or something because I can't stand it. But uh, I didn't even know who it was, but I assumed that was who it was. Right. But I said, you know, because, you know, that's when you need Wes who would. Well, he would force out. It would. Right. He ain't what he used to be, but it would force right. out. This uh, this has got to be a big disappointment for the team to come out and play game right. their their last stand right. like this. Uh, and again, and Wes could have told you, uh, you know, about well, when a team goes out with resolve. And the play by play guy could have asked him again, "What's this like?" Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. All right. All right. Uh, we've decided. We've come down on the side of chronic here on the uh, <laughs> Ricey Unchained with Judd uh, the, uh, for the knee of uh, Buxton. So, All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.